Welcome to Marketing Strategies with Audrey Kirchner, sponsored by Incoma. Taking your small business to the next level with proven creative solutions designed to grow your awareness and connect to your customers. Now, here's Audrey. Hi, this is Audrey Kirshner, co-founder and chief marketing strategist here at Incoma. Incoma is a full-service marketing agency, bringing that big agency process and feel to small businesses. We do marketing strategy, branding, website design and hosting, content marketing, search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising. To learn more about what we do, ask us a question, or schedule a marketing evaluation for your company, go to our website. It's Incoma.com. That's I. I-N-K-Y-M-A.com. If this is one of the first times or the first time that you're listening to the show, welcome. All of our previous shows are up on our website and on a podcast, so you can go back and listen to any of them at any point in time or even go and re-listen to them. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcast, Spotify, and Amazon Music and Audible. So today we have a really wonderful treat. We have uh, my good friend here, Cassie Smith with me. She is the owner of True Nature Roofing. Um, So Cassie, I'm gonna ask you to introduce yourself. Hey, thank you so much for having me here. My name is Cassie Smith. I'm the owner and president of True Nature Roofing here out of Colorado Springs. Um, We are your woman-owned and operated roofing company um, servicing all of El Paso, uh, Pueblo, and Teller County. Yeah, I was really looking forward to this one. Um, Because I know we've had a lot of different conversations about all sorts of things, but I don't know if I ever asked you, like, how you got into roofing. Um, (laughs) That is a really funny story. So um, I didn't come from that background. Um, My dad used to own a very large uh, waste removal company here in Colorado Springs. So I grew up watching him run these, you know, mega businesses. And um, I always looked up to that and wanted to do something like that. When I was in high school, I decided to do a program called AVP. So I learned how to do trade work um, for hair. So I went to school to get my cosmetologist license. And so that was my background. I did that for nine years. Um, I thought that was going to be my path for my whole career. Um, I had, you know, dreams and aspirations to do um, everything in the salon industry. Well, one day when I was like 26, 27, I had this like epiphany that I wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing. And I was just, I've been doing something you know, doing the hair for, you know, nine years at this point. And I was just getting kind of bored and tired of it. So I just, as crazy as everybody thought I was, and I kind of thought I was crazy too, I, I stopped it. And I wanted to find something that brought me that sparks that joy and um, got me out of my comfort zone. And I, I learned something new. So um, I, I didn't have a background in construction. I didn't have a background in any of this. Um, I went to work for a... Um, electrician, um, just doing his business development, um, you know, office, uh, clerical work, that type of thing. Um, Worked for him for a short amount of time. It wasn't a great experience, but through him, I got to meet my mentor um, that got me into the roofing industry. And um, when I left that job and went to work with my mentor, I pretty much bothered him for about three months to take (laughs) me seriously and teach me what he knew about the roofing industry. And um, after, you know, being really consistent with him, he 
buckled down and was like, all right, I'm going to start teaching you. And um, so I went to work for a roofing company here in Colorado Springs with him. And we, he didn't own the company, um, but we were we were sales associates with them. That was right when 2018 storm hit really bad. And so that's where I got all my on the job experience. So that was a lot of fun. And then what ended up happening was we, we I was I was learning so much. I was having such a great time. I really enjoyed helping customers. I think that was the like the most rewarding part of that was to take um, you know our customers that were going through something kind of traumatic and and help ease that and make it comfortable for them. And uh, so we were rocking and rolling, and a, f- a few weeks went by, and I get this call from my mentor going telling me that the the man that we went to work for he ended up taking all the money that was he all the contracts that we turned in all the money and skipping town that was super traumatic and yeah. uh, and I went into savior mode and and I just I looked at him and I was like we're gonna start a roofing company and he just <laughs> looked he just looked at me like oh my gosh you're so naive um and and I was because I was, I was so new but I wanted to get into I wanted to take care of my community and I felt kind of responsible even though I wasn't the one that took the money and left you know these are my my people that I was taking care of so I, I needed to do something <laughs> What ended up happening was my mentor kind of went into freakout mode. So um, he he kind of he kind of fell off the bandwagon for about two weeks, and I went into let's figure out how to make this work mode. And I ended up meeting a gentleman. Um, I, I have two small children. I was a single mom at this time, um, so I used to take him to Chick Fil A to play all the time. And um, I met a gentleman there that uh, I saw on, on his uh, shirt said Trinity Roofing, and um, I asked him, you know, oh you work for a roofing company, and he goes I own it. And I go, well, if you're not, are you having lunch by yourself? I would love to pick your brain about how you started your company. Because this happened. I told him, I told him my story. I was like, I, I think I want to start my own roofing company. I'm brand new, but I, I don't. I've already worked for two contractors at this point, an electrician and a roof and a roofer, and I'm not, I'm not impressed. You know, I've, I've ran my own business for you know nine years, and I know I can take care of people better than that. So he explained to me that he was actually from Texas. Him and part his, him and his partner, they started the company in 2015, um, and they were ready to kind of close up shop and head back to Texas. I guess they're having some family issues or whatever. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, me and my partner were just talking about either folding up the company or selling it. And I was like, okay, give me your card. And then later that day, um, I, I believe it was the same day or the next day, I went to a barbecue and a really good friend of mine. Um, and he was asking me, he's like, how is roofing? It looks like you're killing it. Like you're like, you know, it looks like you're having so much fun. I was like, I am. But then I ended up telling him what happened just a few days before. And then I was like, I think I'm just going to start a roofing company. And I found this guy. I have I have my mentor that got me in it, that has the experience that we could have, we could pull off of a license with him. And, and I found this guy that's wanting to unload his roofing company. I said, now I just got to figure out funding. And he's like, that's, he's like, I've always wanted to invest in a roofing company. I'm in real estate. <laughs> and he Talk goes. Talk about serendipity. Yeah. Like all your stars <laughs> yes. just align. Yeah. It was that's really awesome. strange. So I really tell people the industry picked me instead of the, you know, the uh, well, me picking the industry. That's usually when the best things happen is when things pick you and you say yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but I mean, by the time we got that bad news to about, I think it was six or seven weeks later, I had the keys to a roofing company and, wow. and I really, that's so fast. it was really quick. <laughs> so, so. So, um, you know, the first the first couple years was all about just 
finding procedures and processes and and we we do good work and getting out there marketing you know and uh, finding what works and what doesn't work so it's been a definitely a journey and um i'm really really you know fortunate that i got chosen to be in this industry because i i see that there's a lack of women influence and there really needs to be more women influence in this in this industry because you know we, we communicate really well we are more organized um you know we can handle processes um you know really well so i think i i if one of my goals is getting into this industry is to open up the doors for more women to get in the industry yeah. as well and i think that's so great i think the big thing in you and i being moms is that there's there's that certain level of compassion, right? And you said it perfectly. It's like all these people in 2018 had these horrific things happening and you empathized with it, right? Yeah. Because that's what we do, right? You know, the kid falls and you're like, oh, that must really friggin' hurt. Let yes. me go help. And people feel that. And I think that's what they, they want. Plus, my guess is in your industry is that a lot of times you're dealing with the, um, the woman of the house, the homeowner, because again, when you run a house, that's part of your job is making the telephone calls and court coordinating and that sort of thing. So, and in the past, I've noticed that women like dealing with other women on certain levels about certain things. So I think that's a win-win. So how long have you owned True Nature? Um, I've owned it since December of 2018. So, you know, it's been, I'm about to come up, what is it, three years now? Yeah, well, almost four. Oh, it's 21. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> been a blur. <laughs> Well, 2020 was one of those years where you just want to hide under the pillow and go, Yeah, yeah. So, like, 2019 was our first, like, really, like, solid year. And we did really well, even being the new the new kids on the block. And and then 2020 came around, and it, it, that was just a, you know, we, we overcame and adapted. But that was just a funky year for everybody. And, um, yeah, it was uh, – 2020 was a good year to get our processes and just see what worked and what didn't work and, and run it that way. So – and process is so important. I think because you have a business development background, plus you've owned a business before, people don't realize you don't just wake up one morning and go, hey, this is the exact way to do it and it's going to be perfect. No, it's it's trial, it's error, and then it's tweaking, yes. constant tweaking. Even yeah. after 10 years in business, I'm constantly tweaking because things are changing. And you got to kind of pay attention to that. You never put anything on autopilot. No, and I'm learning. I'm still, every single day I learn something new. So that's what I love about my job. It gets me out of my comfort zone every single day. So that's one of my, uh, I appreciate that about yeah. this and this industry and my job. And, and I get to help people in my community. That's why, that's why I get up and this is why I do what I do. Cause uh, you know, it gives me purpose. That's something that's bigger than myself. Yeah. And that, that passion um, helps you get through and do more things because there's days where you're tired or you got to focus on something else and you always pull yourself back. And it's that passion for why you do what you do that I think um, helps Business owners be really good at what they do, especially small business owners. So you've had it for three plus years going on four. When you took over, what did you, what was the first thing you changed from a awareness and marketing perspective? Because I like to say marketing is really just awareness. When people know you're there, they understand who you are, your values, and they say, hey, I want to do business with Cassie. It's the awareness. If they didn't know you were there, they wouldn't know they wanted to do business with you. So what did you do first when you took over from an awareness and marketing perspective? Yeah, um, so... <laughs> 
at the, in the beginning, we were kind of just throwing money at certain things and seeing what stuck. And I quickly realized that was not the way to go. Um, you know, uh, trying to sign up for all these different things. Um, Colorado Springs is a little big town and relationships. And if people know you, that's what's, that's what gets companies and, um, small businesses rolling here in Colorado Springs. So, um, one of my first things that I did that was uh, very helpful was I joined a BNI. Um, and, uh, I've, I've been with that group for about two years now. So the, the development that I've had through the BNI, it really, it really got me, um, in the realm of doing, uh, you know, marketing, um, network marketing and how important that is here in this region. And then that's opened up all of my spaces of getting into a lot of different groups of marketing. I've, I've developed a lot of great friendships. Um, cause at the end of the day, uh, people want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Absolutely. And, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a relationship builder. I, that's really important to me. So it was very natural for me to get into that realm and build it that way. And once I realized, like, stop throwing money at things that we, or that we don't know that's work and um and focus on like your return on investment on building um relationships with uh, other companies here in town um other people you know i work a lot with insurance agents real estate agents um property managers you know so getting in the realm of those people that um and and developing relationships with them and not so surface like i'm, I'm become these people's friend and at the end of the day you know we're all able to help each other out as a community yeah building relationships over time that's the right way to do networking and i talked so i had a whole nother show and we talked about networking but the one thing that I think that people are inexperienced networkers forget is that once you build that relationship, people have to have a way of referring you. A lot of times they'll hand out a business card, but in today's day and age, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll refer people to you on social media. Hey, there's all these boards out there. They're asking for referrals. We see it a lot in B&I, right? Yes. You're listening to Marketing Strategies. And today we're talking with Cassie Smith, the owner of True Nature Roofing, a women's owned roofing company. And we're talking about networking and social media. So let's talk a little bit about your 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 Facebook page because I did you know go and check it out and everything and you have over two thousand followers yes, on your Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, we worked really hard on that. Um, That's not too shabby, my dear. <laughs> thank you. That's yeah, good. thank you so much. Yeah, we worked really hard on that. Um, I have somebody that helps me with, uh, manage our social media, which is really important. That is the one thing that I did invest in that has definitely been worth its weight in gold. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but that's really what we. Do. That's kind of all we do right now in terms of marketing. Well, um, that and your networking. And networking, networking is marketing yes, tactic yes, so yes, and yes. the two of them dovetail beautifully yeah was my point earlier yeah so like, i we've been working really hard on brand recognition and i'm super fortunate um because we have a really great following and it's really cool because there'll be um you know other groups in the community groups that are asking for roofers asking for people that do repair work and and we'll get mentioned you know on average like 10 to 20 times you know depending on yeah. how big the post is so people know who we are and um and the more relationships that i build with people the more you know they come like our page and then they're able to shoot our name out to whoever is needing our services so that just make gives us a a, a one up um i guess with our competition yeah. well it gives you social proof and credibility because yes. like you said you get mentioned a lot because of the people that know you and then when people click through that badge tag that facebook puts out there to your site your page your page is done really well like it's set up properly your about is nice your uh, cover image is good and then you know you're posting pretty often and that's where the branding comes into play because when someone that doesn't know you, Cassie, yes. goes to the page and says, wow, you know, they've got a lot of followers, they're posting a lot of information, it lends a lot to the credibility. 
So you you said you have someone um, doing the work for you, which I think is amazing. It's really, really good because being consistent on social media is the most important thing. How often is this person posting for you? Um, they're posting uh, three times, three to four times a week. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, and, and it's, it's on her. I just basically give her some topics I want her to talk about. Um, and she goes and, and figures it out from there. And I've, I've really enjoyed working with her and having her. She's been managing our, our Facebook for about two years now. So we kind of have that yeah, um, you flow. relationship where, flow where, uh, you know, if there's something, if there's a special I'm running or whatever, I just give it over to her. She does all the, you know, I don't really have time being the business owner, you know, wearing a bunch of hats that I do, you know, to focus on the content. I just shoot her some ideas and she handles it for me. So, yeah, I'm that's super... really good. And I like I like the way she's doing it because it looks really professional. That's one of the things I noticed. Um, so what kind of things do you like to post about? Talk about topics, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, like Just, maintenance, um, what to look out for, um, you know, how to pick a how to pick a contractor that'll work with your insurance. Because um, a lot of what we do is probably 90% of what we do is insurance work and restoration work through insurance. So it's really important to know who to choose um, and make sure they know how to work well with your insurance company. Um, you know, and we talk, we post about even, even simple stuff like, you know, when to know when you need to get your gutters realigned or, you yeah. know, cleaned out. But you out. know what? That's not simple because I have no idea <laughs> what an unaligned gutter looks like yes. or that it needed to be realigned. Yeah. I only align my car. Yeah. I don't align my gutters. Yeah. So. And every um, every few years, you should be really getting a roof tune up every couple years. And that, that just means having a service professional come out and take a look at your roof, make sure it's all in uh, good shape, caulk around any um, exposed, you know, areas and, and just make sure, you know, protect you against leaking. Being in Colorado, you know, it, the elements are really harsh here. So yeah. it's really important to do roof maintenance every two to three years. And a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So, I know. love the educational piece. Um, when we do social media for clients, we do like a three to one ratio. We do three educational posts to one call to action. Like you're giving them all this great information and then you're asking for the business, which I think is a, a wonderful way to do it. Yeah. And then um, and, and as of recently, too, we're trying to really push the woman owned and operated because I'm realizing how rare that is. Um, yes. Um, after getting into the being in the industry for a few years, there's no but there's not very many um, women in this industry and not very many women that are owner operators. So I'm like, all right, I think that's one of the things that we're really going to start pushing on because um, it makes us a little bit more unique. Yeah. And, and people remember us, you know, being women owned and operated. So yeah. I think there's and a you lot definitely want to differentiate yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I think you're inspiring other women who may want to get into the construction industry for whatever reason. Maybe they're their fathers were in it, their brothers, they want to be part of the legacy. And they just feel like, well, that's not a place for me. When in reality, any place is a place for a woman that um, if that's where they want to be. Yeah. And that's that's a huge goal of mine. Um, I want to build my business to a point where I'm working on it, not in it. And I that's one of my main focuses is about getting women, more women to the industry. I also want to focus on getting more young people in the industry, yes. young kids right out of college. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 30 years old and um, I we really got beat into us that college. If you didn't go to college, you weren't going to be successful. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I went to trade school in, for doing hair and, um, you know, I, I had plenty of success doing that. And then I, I, you know, tackled getting into the roofing industry, the construction industry. And I just, I want to teach young people that male or female, that there's plenty of things that out there that don't require you to go to college um, and that you can be successful in. And, um, you know, you have, you have other options. If, that, if that's not the route, you can find success in other places. 
places that not just college and I'm not knocking college. I think yeah. it's it. There's you know, there's some people that need to go to college. But, well, you know, people have passions to work with their hands like um, woodworking. I mean, you and I have talked about this. My son, he's a pastry chef like he loves working with food. He loves his thing is, is like he hands somebody food and he just sees the love on their face. That's where his passion comes from. So yeah. why should he go to college to do something else when clearly this is where he wants to be? So I think I, I agree with you. I think, you know, college doesn't necessarily have to be for everybody. If you want to be a doctor, please go to college. Yes, <laughs> we do. would all appreciate that. <laughs> but if you love working with your hands or you want to do something in the home construction industry, then the trade schools are fantastic yes. for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's balance. And, you know, it's like you got to kind of know where your passion lies because um, then – it's just, it's all fun and games, no matter what you're doing, right? You just love what you're doing and you're having fun and you're working with people. Yeah, I think I think we were kind of sold like, um, you know, we had to kind of live up to a script of, you know, I have to do, I have to go to school, I have to go to college, I have to get married, I have to go do this job for 40 plus years and then be, you know, and then I retire and then I die, yeah. you know, and, and that's not the, really the truth. There's a lot of other options no. out there or, you know, um, I, I started my career in hair at like 18 years old um, and <laughs> when when I was 27, I realized I don't want to do this anymore, you know? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so, you know, it literally, you can change your mind or re- recreate yourself or reinvent yourself as many times as you Anytime want. Anytime you want. Which I think is super cool. Yeah, absolutely. I do too. And I think if you have a mindset of that, then you're always going to be successful because then you see the doors that are opening before you, which is what you did. You know, you didn't say, oh yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm not going to go own a roofing company. No, you're like, oh, look, there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity. I'm going to grab them and I'm going to go. And I think if, and it doesn't matter what you you're doing or who you are, if you follow that, then you're always going to be successful. Yeah, and I, and I struggled in school, so I always thought, like, oh, I don't like learning new things. But once I became an adult and realized, you know, especially getting into this industry is a big eye-opener for me. And I was like, I really love to learn. And then through learning it, I was also realized I really love to teach, too. So um, that's I think that's one of my passions down the road, that I, I want to build my company to a certain point where I can step back and then I could teach others how to do that, you know, so they don't have to go through as many struggles as maybe I did as a as a, um, yeah. a new business owner and especially new business owner into a new industry right so I would I would love to have opportunities to take care of people that way too I think that's fantastic I mean that's you and I talked about this that's the whole reason why I started doing this show and the podcast is that not everybody's ready for a marketing agency when they open their doors right they can't afford it yours was the perfect example you were like well we tried a bunch of different things that they didn't work imagine if you had to pay someone to try those on your behalf it would have cost you three times as much. So what I want people to do is when they're trying to figure out their thing, at least they're getting um, marketing advice from a good source, right? That they're getting helpful information from like current other business owners in different industries like yourself, from me, from everything, and then they can build their business that way and then turn it over like you did with your um, social media when you don't have the time to do it yourself anymore. Like that's my vision is that all businesses get to kind of go through that cycle until they're ready to hire a marketing company. Yes. And so hopefully the podcast helps them with yeah, that. Yeah, it's super cool. I'm really, and thank you so much for inviting me on this. I love having people come in and share their business experience because I know folks are out there listening 
and they have all the same doubts that we have. I mean, I've been in t- business 10 years. You've been in two different businesses over the last, what, 14, 15 mm-hmm. years. And you always have that moment where you're sitting in your car going, am I really doing the right thing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. If you're, It's not an entrepreneur if you're not on a roller uh, roller coaster of emotions because some exactly. days you feel on top of the world and like, other days you want to- Should I have taken that job? Y- yes. Did I bite off more than I could chew? I really want to take a nap right now, but uh-huh. I can't, you know? Yes. It's like constant- it's it's constantly having to uh, deal with your self-worth and and, and uh, worthiness and and let go of those self-doubts. You know? Absolutely. And and from and most business owners that I meet and when I talk to them, they are subject matter experts at, at what they do, right? The small business guys, they, they don't just buy a business and hand it off to someone else. They're like you, they're like me. And where they really need help is telling their story and getting themselves out there. Because most people are like, well, I don't want to toot my own horn. But in reality, to do business development the right way, you have to. You mm-hmm. have to tell people what you're all about and that sort of thing. So it's it's a real push-pull. And it's it's nice having a third-party person come in and do that on your behalf sometimes. Yeah, Or someone tell you, you know what? I think you are really good and you're like shoo <laughs> okay good because I wasn't so sure yeah no that's it yeah it's 100% true so I just want to flow back a little bit to the social media topic um and talk about like so you're getting all these uh referrals and leads um because of uh being consistent and having this great social media following how do you follow up with all those leads because that's everybody wants them a lot of times they don't know what to do with them once they get them oh yeah so um we have a we have a crm that we run all of our stuff through which is super important just to keep track of all your client leads and uh, me and my team are able to communicate on every single lead make sure that there's multiple people um you know ready to catch the ball if it falls through the cracks um so yeah we uh we reach out um you know usually it includes doing inspection and that's whether we find um whether we find damage or we don't find damage or whatever it's just keeping you know communication clear with the client telling them when we're going to be there being there on time just doing what we say we're going to do we we really are on the um not over promising and under delivering and just and you know being there and actually doing what we say we're going to do which is not hard to do it's just it's communication and organization and that's very important to me so um we have our system that we you know and that took a you know that took a a long time to figure out which way worked and which day didn't work because they're you know of course being a business there's some things that fell for the cracks but we took those you know those uh learning um times for like when the ball was dropped to you know resituate and be like okay how do we not do that again right you learn from the mistakes yes absolutely yeah and sometimes it's down to like there's a million crm systems out there yes and sometimes you need something complicated and sometimes you don't it's not like you have 15 business development people you're managing yes you know where you need a big salesforce automation system you might and then some people they might need something just as simple as a spreadsheet so yes you got to use a system that works for your company yeah and i i just i i inherited the crm that came with our company so i was kind of learning it was my first you know introduction to that and um learning and i learning how to use that system and, and now i'm like getting more comfortable that I, I switched everything you know on online where we're doing contracts online and and yeah. e-signing and with covid you know that kind of forced us to change a little bit so um yeah it's it's i'm really glad we uh invested in that and um you know because that's what keeps us rolling and when we're able to keep everybody you know 
That's the only way business rolls in is if you actually convert the leads to sales. And that's usually some a big drop-off point that I see. So yeah. I just wanted to finish up with that. So but so before we wrap everything up, because I know like time goes by so fast, any last thoughts of uh, words of inspiration or anything you want to share with folks before we finish up? You know what, guys? If you can do whatever you want to do, just put your head to it, you know, even if you don't know what you're doing. Because when I got into this industry, I had zero clue. I literally had to self teach, learn, get myself out there, make myself uncomfortable. So if there's something that you're wanting to do, but you are holding yourself back because you're not sure if you can do it or if it's a big jump, just do it. I, you will thank yourself later and getting the uncomfortable helps you grow. So if that any words of advice, you know, that it's that, you know, believe in yourself and, and you know, you can make things, you, you'll surprise yourself on what you can do. Absolutely. I love that. You will surprise yourself because I surprise myself so often yeah. from where I've been to where I am now. And so that's perfect advice. So Cassie, how do people get a hold of you if they want to get a roofing inspection or if their gutters are unaligned? Yeah, absolutely. So you can give us a call at 719-694-9136. Somebody at my office will pick that up for you. Or you can reach us on um, our website, truenatureroofing.com. And that's T-R-U-E natureroofing.com. Thanks, Cassie. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. So here at Incoma, we like to give back to the business community as well. I provide a free 45-minute consultation to any business owner, regardless if you're looking for a marketing company or you're just looking for advice or you need someone to tell you that you're heading in the right direction. We can spend that 45 minutes on any topic that you want. Just go to my website, Incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com and click on the marketing evaluation button in the upper right hand corner and then pick your time and you're on my calendar. Maybe you just have a quick question or you want to suggest a topic for us to talk about on the show or to bring in a specific person from a business category to kind of hear their inspirational story, just like we did with Cassie, you can throw that in the uh, contact form as well and I'll respond to you. So if you found today's show inspiring and helpful, think about what other business owners may also find it inspiring and helpful, and then share the podcast. Wherever you listen to it, just get others to follow it as well. That's how you know we're helping the community so that more business owners can get more value from this information. So that's it for this week, and have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Strategies, sponsored by Incoma, online at inkyma.com. Listen to Marketing Strategies every Saturday at 7.30 on KPPF.